I'm Alicia Bingham, and this is Proactive Thoughts, episode 39, Cause versus Symptom. Did you know that you can live the life you want simply by being proactive with your thoughts? My name is Alicia Bingham. I'm a life coach, a mental health advocate, and a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you come with me, I can show you how. Hey everyone, it is March. This is one of my favorite months because I don't have too many allergies yet and it's getting warmer, which I like very much. So today's topic is all about the way we treat our mental health. Many of us treat the symptoms, so today I want to talk about the difference between the cause and symptoms as it relates to mental well-being, as well as how we can best treat the root cause in order to improve and strengthen ourselves. Now first, I want to encourage you all to take advantage of my current offer for a free mini session. Come talk about your life, your struggles, and let's make a plan on how we can improve it together. Head to BinghamCoaching.com to sign up for your free session. All right, let's get into the topic today, cause versus symptom. With physical health, we can often find ourselves treating the symptoms as doctors try to figure out the cause through lab tests and physical exams. The remedy will be very different for someone who has type 1 diabetes versus someone who has hyperthyroidism. Some symptoms may be the same, but until the doctors get to the root cause, the treatments won't have a lasting effect. In the case of diseases, sometimes no cure has been found yet, and so minimizing symptoms is the treatment. However, for our mental health, with the right tools and help, we can always get to the root cause of our problems. This allows us to treat the cause and thereby eliminate the problem entirely. It works for every problem. Every single problem humans have that is not physical in nature can be solved for. Think about the worst thing that could happen in your life. For most of us, it includes the loss of a loved one, or maybe a life similar to that of Job in the Bible where he lost everything. When you dive into that scenario, if you really put yourself in that situation, what's the worst part about it? You'd have some negative feeling, right? Loneliness, heartbreak, loss, grief. These are emotions that you would feel. Yes, but then what? In the case of losing your spouse, you would hurt for a time, maybe forever. Yes, but then you would get up to support and raise your children without him or her. In Job's case, how did he do it? He called upon God for strength. He sorrowed, yes. He mourned what he lost, but he kept moving forward, clinging to his faith in God. It's not so different for us when we face a trial or problem. However, we need to remember that what we do to solve the problem is only going to have a lasting impact if we're solving for the root cause rather than the symptom. So when it comes to emotional health, what are the symptoms and what is the root cause? The symptoms are always the things that we are doing or thinking in response to some feeling. The cause is always the thought and the feeling behind it. So let's say your problem is that you yell at your kids and you want to stop doing that. The yelling isn't the problem. It isn't the root cause of the problem in any case, right? The yelling is a symptom of the problem. The root cause would be what you're thinking and feeling when you yell. Anger and frustration created from thoughts like, I hate all these messes. I'm so done with this. I can't believe he would do that. 
et cetera, et cetera, right? These might lead to the action of yelling. However, if you simply try to force yourself to not yell, you'll find it builds and builds until you explode. And it isn't pretty. You first need to start with the thoughts behind it. What's going on for you? Why are you feeling angry or frustrated? What happened in the situation that led up to you yelling? This is the same process you can use for any problem in your life. Let's say you just got laid off and you don't have an income. The problem for you is that you don't have a job and you want one. The symptoms in this case would be avoiding the computer to look for jobs, putting off thinking about it, ignoring and avoiding it, and feeling overwhelmed. So how do we find the root cause? You need to ask yourself when you're doing these things, how are you feeling? What are you believing that causes you to avoid the computer to even look for jobs? Perhaps it comes down to a thought like, I can't make as much money as I used to, or I'm not qualified for jobs, or I can't do this on my own. From thoughts like these, you may feel inadequate, fearful, or powerless. This is the reason you don't look for jobs. It's the reason that you're avoiding thinking about it. It's the reason you're creating these other problems for yourself. Now, it's completely normal for this to happen. The brain is wired to look for the negative. That's the brain's survival mechanism at play. But in order to solve for this problem, you first have to recognize and accept that this is the cause. It's not that you got laid off. It's not that the few companies you've applied to haven't called you back. It's not that your spouse is also not working. The only reason you do not have an income is because you're thinking the thought, I can't make as much money as I used to, or some other thought similar to this, right? It'll be different for each situation, but the principle is the same. Once you can find the thought that creates the feeling, that's when you know you've found the root cause. Only then can you make changes that will have a lasting impact. Sometimes we can swap the thought we found for another one that feels better to us, such as, I'm going to get a job that pays so much more than the job I just had. Sometimes we're not ready for that, though. We need to start where we are, sit with the thought, and question it. Accept that it's there. Is it true? Can you really not make as much money as you used to? In what way could you be wrong about that? How is this job change actually perfect for you? Only once you've sat with it, accepted it, and questioned it can you move to the next phase, and that's to create new thoughts. This is the part where you get to be proactive with your thoughts. You try on thoughts until you find one that feels good to you. I've made some, a great income before, and it's possible I can do it again. Sometimes I'm a mess, and that's okay. B minus work is all it takes. This is going to be fun. It's possible. Because it is, isn't it? You can do this work on your own, but sometimes it's really tricky to find the thought yourself, to get down to that root cause. That's when I suggest getting the help of a coach. I can help you treat the root cause rather than merely the symptoms. So go to binghamcoaching.com and sign up for a free session with me and let's get started. See you soon. That's all I have for you today. If you liked what you heard and think you might be interested in getting coached or working with me, or you just want to learn more, you can visit my website at binghamcoaching.com. There, you can send me an email with any questions or topics you'd like covered on the podcast. Or if you're ready to take your life to the next level, you can sign up to get coached. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review and share it with your friends. That way more people like you can find my podcast. And remember, 
When you choose your thoughts, you choose your life. See you next week.